Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana, and today's episode is about launching out of state. So stay tuned as I dive into what you need to know and a checklist you should have. far one of my favorite topics. I am just shocked I have not recorded an episode sooner. Shout out to the Airbnb with D Facebook group member that suggested I record this because it is very necessary. So I'll dive right into why this is my favorite. I like money. More importantly, when you are becoming an Airbnb host for the first time, you know you are trying some things out but quickly after that, you're able to see that you can leave your job and have the life that you've imagined, the income that you've even imagined for yourself if you make the right moves. Making the right moves would mean going in an area that is highly profitable for you. So profitable for you may be different than profitable for your neighbor or your best friend. So I would like to start off with saying that always, always, always you should have a business plan if you have not been able to formally draft one make sure you have it written down or typed up guys you should know where you want to go with this business you should know that if you're trying to purchase a home by December what amount of cash do you need to have in order to do that the only way that we're able to make smart profitable moves is when we consider what we're doing it for so that's why a plan is important of course I use analytic tools like alltherooms.com to show me what area is more profitable So for example, I did start in Atlanta, Georgia. That was my very first Airbnb. But immediately after that, my next Airbnb was not in Atlanta. My next one was in California. Actually, it was in Colorado, I'm sorry. My next one was in Colorado because I'm like, wait a minute. If I can do this here and my profit margin is a little higher there, why wouldn't I go there? Did I have anyone there? No, I had no resources, but you do not need them because this is a business and this is a business that runs itself when you have the right systems in place. So let me give you a checklist of things that you should consider. First, when you're launching out of state, all the rooms is so important because it will show you just how profitable it is to start somewhere else. Um, For example, if you're looking at cities right now, or I'll give you the states just to be general, but if you are looking in states like Arizona, California, and even Texas, you're seeing some higher profit margins than maybe some places in Georgia, you know, the Carolinas. So that's why it's important that we look at that before we make any moves, because we wanna know where's the most profitable. If it takes the same amount of effort to start anywhere, then why would I launch somewhere that only grosses or only promises a $120 average nightly rate when I can go to Arizona and get 389, or I can go to Puerto Rico and get the same amount as an average um, nightly rate and then possibly pay lower rental costs. So that's another thing to look out for. When you go to different areas, the rental costs are better. And I'm going to break down in the next segment what I mean. Okay, so what do I mean about different areas have different rental rates and why that's important for our profitability? So rental rates right now are just high period. I mean, that just is what it is. But there are some states that are still lower than others. For example, a one bedroom in Atlanta right now runs you anywhere between $1,800 and $2,200. I am getting all this information off of apartments.com. You guys know I love this site. 
It is always updated and it is an awesome way to reach out to complexes immediately. So somewhere in Dallas, Texas, a one bedroom is going anywhere from like 1,600 to 2,000. Los Angeles, however, we're looking at $2,200 up to $4,500 for a one bedroom. And in Miami, we're looking for a one bedroom anywhere between $2,300 and $3,500. These are apartments in desirable areas that would give you a high profit or high return on your Airbnb account. You see that these amounts differ, but here's the thing. Someone that is already living in Los Angeles, even though those rental rates are higher, they may decide to, hey, let me go somewhere where it's less expensive. I wouldn't recommend Atlanta necessarily, right? That's another episode for a different day. But these are just rates that I'm giving out to you so that you know these are a big, big deal in your profitability, of course, right? But you have the ability to go to whatever market you want. You do not have to be subject to what's near you or the apartments that are around you that take Airbnb. You can go out and create your own wealth. Once you realize that these prices may be different, you also realize application fees differ in different states. For example, in Colorado, most of the corporate lease applications are $30. In Atlanta, most of the corporate lease applications are anywhere between $200 and $300 because they know that they can afford to do that because it's a hot city and so many people are on this corporate leasing wave that they're capitalizing on it. But if you go to northern states that are more regulated, you may experience a little bit more pushback with the Airbnb journey, which is why I'm recommending now more Airbnb friendly properties. If you are in the Airbnb with the Facebook group and you already have a list of those properties, I really guarantee you click on the website, the link is in the group, explore those different properties and possibly just go ahead and apply and sign a lease. They're willing to accept your Airbnb model, so why not, right? That's what you wanted to do. It's the quickest way to become a host, just do it. What's the problem, right? Okay, so going back to analyzing our profit margin so that we can really make sure we're profitable, you have to count all of those things in. Once you realize, hey, I may actually make a little bit more money out of state, that's when the real questions come about. Like, well, hey, if I'm not there, how can I ensure that the unit I'm even signing up for is the accurate unit? Who's going to clean it? Who's going to manage the guests, right? So that's what this episode is about. It's helping you realize if this, if launching out of state, this may be the best move for you. Okay, so when you're launching out of state and you're looking at different apartments, I recommend apartments.com. What I love about the fact that we're in 2022, woo, you have real estate agents or leasing agents, I should say, I'm sorry, that have FaceTime and they'll often offer to FaceTime you, or you can recommend it and say, hey, um, I'm out of state, but are you able to FaceTime me, you know, this unit, so that we're able to see it from my office, that way I can get it approved, you know, with payables. Remember, you're a business, so you should still be talking as such and operating as such and documenting things as such, um, because, you know, if anything were to ever happen or you need this information to truly submit to a partner or an investor, you want to make sure you have it. So it's just the easiest thing to get. So we do the FaceTime tours to look at the property and then we look on apartments.com. But don't forget, before you sign that lease, you still can tour the actual unit um, and then sign that way. So you're not locked into anything. There are some agents that try to get you to sign the lease virtually and you still can do that as well. Again, I recommend FaceTime tours. They're very helpful. I also recommend hiring someone 
I'll get into how I hire my cleaners out of state and my team. But whomever you hire, don't forget, you're a business. You can still even hire someone to go in there and survey the property for you. Just as people do when they're selling their homes, they get home inspections or purchasing a home, you can get an apartment inspection done and create your own rate for that, guys. This is your business. Don't forget the power is in your hands. All right, so next, systems. What do we have in place to ensure, okay, we've gotten the unit, we like it, we toured it, we've inspected it, now we want to get decorated and up and running. All right, so the systems are gonna be important things. So all systems are, are things that automate things for you. One of my favorite systems in ordering furniture is Amazon.com. Amazon has even the virtual reality where they allow you to put the image that you're looking at online in a picture of your property. So those images that you know the leasing consultant sends you or a person you hire sends or even that are online, you can upload on your Amazon accounts and of course, because we're a business, I'm hoping that you're using Amazon Pay by Invoice feature, which gives you 90 days to make a payment on anything that you're purchasing under that Pay by Invoice. So it's very beneficial. Um, so again, with that virtual reality, we're making something that could have been nerve wracking, something that's easy to complete in a day. All you need to do is set aside time, upload those pictures and add those items in. Then you just wait for them to be delivered. Amazon is so quick with delivery. So the next thing you should be worrying about is your business travel. This is a business expense. So this travel, these flights that you'll be getting, this is going to be tax deductible. This is why it pays to operate as a business because the United States favors businesses. We don't know why they just do, okay? So we do the right thing and we actually operate as a business. So you're going there, you're getting everything delivered and I'm speaking from personal experience. I literally ordered everything off of Amazon. I got a few items off of Facebook Marketplace like the TV and um, just some other things that I didn't want to order off of Amazon and I knew I could find cheaper in person. But everything and, and it only took three to four days for most things. Some things took a week. So what I did was I actually flew out signed my lease, waited for everything to be delivered. I got my deliveries in, and as those things were coming in, I rented a U-Haul while I was there. I picked up my TVs, and then I did get a couch um, from the Facebook Marketplace, which I love depending on what area you're in. Some areas are not going to be great for Facebook Marketplace, but I'll be honest with you, with the amount of Airbnbs that I see closing, Facebook Marketplace may be a great of places any right now um, due to the fact that many people are having to sell their furniture and that could be your advantage. So once those things came in, I went to Facebook Marketplace, of course, I went to Walmart and I went to the Home Goods and TJ Maxx. You'll always go to those, the five belows, because there's always something you can add to your unit to make it pop. I made sure I had some wallpaper and guys, it was that simple. Everything was up and running from my first guest within a week, everything. And so with this particular unit, I had a two bedroom, two bath, and so we rent them off separately. So I was even able to stay in one of the rooms while I came back in town to handle some maintenance work um, while I still had the other area rented out. I was only there for three days, so I didn't really interrupt my cash flow much. But this can happen. This is a very real thing. I'm speaking from experience, it's very easy. And I am a single mother of a young child. I only put that out there to show you that life is what you make it. Luckily, this is during a time where the school was virtual, but even if you have school-aged children, simply having someone to watch them if you don't have someone, care.com, there are amazing sitters that are background qualified, okay? 
Um, I am not a fan of leaving children away with people, but I'm a fan of knowing that you have options to provide for them. So whatever you need to do, even if you take them with you. So my daughter came with me, of course, because she was in virtual school, but even if you decide to do this during the summer or you take um, a weekend vacation, maybe you prep to get this done in three days, it is possible. All right, so next, cleaners. How did I find them? My favorite apps, Thumbtack, TaskRabbit, Handy, Indeed.com, and Craigslist.com. These are all of the apps that you need to find actually anybody that you need. Even some of these apps allow you to prepay for the service, which ensures that the you know professional is usually there. And so I love these apps because they allow companies to actually sign up as well. So rather than back in the day where you were just getting, you know, normal people trying to complete gigs, you have LLCs and corporations that are taking your appointments and your cleaning calendars very seriously. So those are the apps that I use to hire people. Now, Indeed.com is a platform, it's a website that you can actually create a permanent job requisition for temporary whatever you want you can put it on there and find the professionals that way don't forget indeed.com is a platform in which professionals are actively seeking looking you know looking to take even assessments where thumbtack and taskrabbit are listing platforms so like airbnb's platform you know how you can list your unit last month and maybe it is available you know today but you have to make some moves and stuff first. We don't want that. We want people that are eager, hungry, and only working for our companies. That's what Indeed.com is for. That's where you'd hire them on more one-on-one and you discover you know, how you're going to pay them, what benefits you're going to provide to them because you are a business, you get to do that. Okay, so recommendations. What do I recommend? I recommend completely before you launch your Airbnb or before you launch your next unit that you first take a visit to alltherooms.com and make sure the area that you're wanting to go to is the most profitable that you can go to right now. If you have some time on your hands, some travel freedom, extra funding for business trips, and you can travel to another area, I suggest it. Even if you find yourself able to go to Arecibo, Puerto Rico, where rental rates are as low as $450, but average nightly rates are as high as $396. I want you to consider that. That's my first recommendation. Second, immediately creating your accounts and your on your apps that I just named to be sure that you have a professional. Make sure you pre-schedule them in advance. We cannot have, you know, any hiccups with cleaning or not being clean because you aren't there to step in if you need to so the next thing i do recommend is having a plan it is so important that you have a business plan a plan of where you want your business to go we have to stop trying to get away from the manual task or the tedious tasks and then wonder why the business isn't sustainable it's because without a proper foundation anything will crack I created this again for um, the group member that suggested this, but I know that this is giving you so many things to jot down and so many things to consider. This is just a podcast episode, so if you are someone that has more questions about launching out of state or would like a more you know, one-on-one question you have, please visit the Airbnb with Deep Facebook group. The link to do so is in this episode's description, and it is my pleasure to answer any extra questions you have there. 
As always, please follow the Airbnb with D Instagram. That is completely free. We have visuals and resources there as well. And I appreciate all your support. Thanks for staying tuned.